0: Have you ever been a second base? Neither have we. Welcome to the Hashing Halos podcast with your hosts, Manny, Daniel, and Paul. Take it away, boys.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Hashing Halos, and uh, we've got a lot to cover for uh, this week's episode, so... Let's get straight into it. We're going to start with the Miami series uh, during this last homestand, and um, not a great series for the Halos. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Just bad, bad baseball being played, man. Just no good. Just bad defense, bad hitting, just bad everything. So uh, we're going to dissect it game by game here. Uh, We're going to start with the first game here. Angels lose 2-6. Detmers had a stinker. And he's been having a couple stinkers lately, so we need him to, to get right, but I don't know. Paul, Daniel, uh, what do you think about Game 1? What, what do you think needed to change? How do you think Detmers did that game?
2: Well, I didn't get to watch a ton of it, but all I know is that Detmers had definitely a regression uh, from the game he had, the Twin series. In the game he pitched against the Twins, he did give up three earned runs technically, but... He didn't really, it was inherited runners that Jimmy Herget ended up giving up. But this game, he just looked very different. He was not striking people out. He was not missing bats. Um, He just didn't feel like he had command of his pitches. And it just felt like regression after he had made progress in his previous start. So it was just, it was a frustrating game. uh, Especially to watch him do this against an offense that isn't considered to be that amazing.
0: Yeah, he just... It wasn't even, like, earned runs and walks. You didn't have a lot of strikeouts. But it was five innings pitched with ten hits. And, like, the Marlins, you know, if you look at the OPS, a couple 700s, a couple 800s, mostly sixes, fives. You know, this isn't an amazing offense. This isn't a good offense by any means. But, yeah, this was, like you said, a complete downgrade from what we've seen. Um, and basically, and then just go to the other side of it with, with Webb and Bachman coming into pitch, uh, each of them went two innings. They were outings. They were not great. Two runs, uh, earned runs for Webb, one earned run for Bachman. Yeah.
1: Which I don't think is terrible for Bachman's, you know, debut. It, It wasn't horrible per se, but you know. It is what it
0: is. The the other issue is angels hitting one for eight. Yeah, basically ten hits, ten yeah. hits two walks. Yep, it,
1: we had we were not very good with runners in scoring position this series, and that kind of was one of the main keys of our downfall of this series that led us to get swept is just couldn't hit with runners on runners in scoring position, and not going to win many games if you go from one for eight,
3: you know, in a game. So,
0: and that's kind of. It's just kind of been, that was most of the series was silent bats, a lot of strikeouts. Exactly. Not
1: not
3: putting the ball in play.
2: Well, so the Marlins are a good pitching staff, but it just goes to show like it it definitely contrasts with what we did in the, uh, in the Chicago series, the angels hit bad pitching, but they don't hit good pitching or at least we don't hit good pitching well enough to win. And it, it very different from the Boston and Twins series. Yeah, well, during the Boston series, we honestly didn't hit, like, great yeah. or anything. We just also, pitched really well.
1: We're also facing worse pitching staffs, though, to be fair. Like, Boston's, like, starter ERA, like, the Boston starting ERA was, like, not very good. Like, near the bottom of the table, so.
0: Yeah. But, you know, in in most games, if you get, you know, Ten hits, usually you score more than two runs.
3: Yeah, that's true. And that's so, yeah, yeah. Ten hits, two walks, of so twelve
2: base runners. That's
0: not good when you only are able to score twice from that.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like the 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 Padres' offense, which has been terrible, dropped nine runs yesterday in Miami, mm-hmm. a hitter's ballparks or a pitcher's ballpark.
3: Pitcher's so. ballpark, yeah. yeah gotta be better with runners in scoring position that's
1: that's which is really just gonna be the
2: story the whole the whole series
1: yeah it's gonna be the story the whole season if you think about it we gotta we gotta just
3: be good with you know in that situation just period so but yeah shall we move on to game two?
1: this is the this is the kind of the meat and potatoes of the series here this is kind of where i had a lot of frustration watching this game um Andrews yeah. lose 5'8". Uh, 8 eight. Uh, just Paul. Literally has this on the outline. We are literally trolling because uh, we were <laughs> literally <laughs> the tenth inning came around and we look we looked like we forgot how to play the game in baseball. We looked like a bunch of little leaguers out there. Um, but the thing is, there was some positives. Otani did have a really good start. Ten strikeouts, one in a run. Um, but the uh, and the other run he gave up was uh, definitely his fault. Kind of threw the ball away <laughs> in the first inning but you know it happens and then you know Sosa comes in he has you know decent he only gives up one run and then the 10th inning comes around and that's where all fall apart uh, Jaime Berea gives up well he here's thing i don't want to say he gave it up but he technically gave it up in a box score perspective he gave up four honored runs it wasn't it, legit none of these were his, it was his fault um damn man when I Moniac had a huge error in left field i think he took a really awkward route to the ball and he tried scooping it like he tried underhand, like catching it in the air and it just did not work out. And then Matt Dice had a really bad uh, mistake where it was a force out at home. He didn't touch home plate through the first should have been an inning, inning double play, but didn't touch home plate. So See,
0: I I didn't watch know. the game. I heard people say it was also like a bad throw too. Yeah, Maria. Yeah, so he he it. It.
1: yeah, he like bounced the throw or something like that. Yeah. But,
2: but here's here's the thing about what Matt Dice needs to do there. The out at home is the important one. If the guy gets the first, you know, it sucks. But whatever, you yeah. have to Prevent just run. pause and touch the plate. Like that's that's a non-negotiable. You have to get the out at home. If yeah. you have the ball at the plate, the guy wasn't that close to the plate. It wasn't going to be a very close play. If you have the ball at the plate, then you gotta touch home.
3: Mm-hmm, exactly.
2: That's just the right up mistake. Mm-hmm. And those two mistakes ended up just costing us the game, because if Moniac doesn't drop the ball, that's out number two. And then, even if we intentionally walk, um, I think it was Guriel. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. We I think intentionally walked two people that inning.
2: Yeah, we did. But even <laughs> if we intentionally walk the next batter like we did in the game, um, to get the bases loaded, then we still get the Chopper back to Berea, and instead of having to go to the play, he just goes to first.
0: Yeah.
3: And yeah, exactly. he probably
2: doesn't make the bad throw because he's not hurrying. Yeah.
0: Because exactly. he's
2: not trying to get a double play. It's just just an easy, like, you know, pass a first or whatever. And then we win the game off the Urshela, Urshela hit in the, in the bottom of the 10th. Yep. So it was just two really unfortunately timed plays that came yeah literally like very unfortunate time the worst time to have a defensive meltdown it, yeah it just
1: yeah back to back as well but you know exactly. it is what it is and that's yeah and we hit fine too we scored five runs it's like we we scored enough oh. runs to win this game like we we, we would have won this you know handedly but we uh just defensive miscues man they'll kill you in the end yeah. so Basically,
2: something about giving up eight runs to the Marlins—it just it hurts to look at. Even though only three of them were earned, Mm -hmm. um, just something about like giving up eight runs to a team that's not
0: supposed to be able to hit that well. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah, doesn't doesn't feel right. Um, And basically, at least the way I see it, the the one other bright spot in that whole pitching situation—the only bright spot besides Otani's start—is Davinsky. Like. Steph is it fine but we already knew he's fine when i saw when davinsky originally got called up and i saw his former stats i was like cool cool more of the same of just pure garbage and he's just been amazing since he's come up
2: davinsky's been lights out for us
0: like and and especially with more going on the il for a couple weeks or if not a, a month plus that was is that's huge. That's exactly what we needed. Was someone to step up?
2: Exactly. It kind of seems like he'll be well. Maybe Ben Joyce will, but he he's going to be part of that late inning squad. He, yeah. He's he's going to be one of our high leverage guys, and I trust him to be right now.
3: Um, and then there was the Sunday game
2: where. Again, I I didn't really watch that much of it. I saw that Sandoval made a really good uh, play on the mound. He had a pretty solid outing. But man, we could not hit to save our damn lives.
0: Yeah, five hits
2: on...
3: Hold on, let me just make sure I'm looking at that right. Was it five hits? I feel like that...
0: Oh my god, wait. So five hits, but eight walks... Are you kidding me? I, I, I did not watch this game at all. I saw the very last second of it. I did not realize that there were eight walks. Yeah. We, we were over for 7. We had, 7. 7. Like, we had 7. guys on. Oh my god. We had over 7 with 11 on base. That's crazy. Yeah, we had 13. We got 13 base runners in this
2: game. So it's not like we didn't get guys on base.
0: Yeah, it's not like we had, didn't have, you know, chances. Damn, I didn't even realize it was that bad. That's painful
3: yeah it was it
2: was really it was really just another rough another rough one just to end off the series. And uh, yeah, we got swept by the Miami Marlins. but the, how how did you guys feel about that once that Sunday game ended, I was not very happy, but I tried disassociating
1: it from myself, so yeah,
0: really... for me, I was just like, whatever. yeah.
2: Um, I was definitely more sad about the Saturday game. Yeah, probably just because yeah. it was so
1: close. It was, and it was it was just so winnable, but we just threw it away.
2: Yeah, I after think. losing the Saturday game, the Sunday game like made me feel nothing. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. I mean, hey, technically we did lose to the uh, in place NL East team. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, which is really funny to say.
3: <laughs> what a funny Better division place now.
1: The Mets are are good again. The, their Mets are. Oh. They're twenty nine, dude. The Mar, jeez, oh, man. The Marlins are two games under five hundred with a minus forty five run differential. That's crazy.
3: They're gonna fall off eventually. Yeah, yeah. Especially with Alcantara being not good anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think he'll be not good forever. Just. Yeah, he's just having a rough start. Um, but yeah, let's uh move on to
0: game game three. Oh, I guess so, yeah, the, the only thing we forgot about the final game is, uh, oh, we, had loop, we had a loop outing. and he only gave up a hit. Yeah, true true, true, true true.: We've actually had a couple of loop outings, and he has not he's given up one run since his injury.
3: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, these are also low leverage
1: situations, which is I think is the best to do with him right now. It's like, just
2: keep him... him in those damn situations. Yeah, exactly. Until further notice.
3: Exactly. But, um, yeah, that's all I have for the Marlins series. Yeah. So Chicago.
1: Yep.
0: On to Chicago.
3: All right. So Chicago was
1: well, a better series for sure. We won the series thank goodness so uh angels win the ga- first game of the series 6-4 to four. griffin canning had a great quality start and drury and thice went back to back and then we had ben joyce making his mlb debut so let's start with that first game um i think griffin canning is has become a pleasure like um how do you say a pleasurable surprise is that, is that the is that the phrase i get what you're going That's for yeah. yeah i'm trying to think of the phrase but i can't think of it uh but anyways he's uh he's been great pleasant. yeah yeah he's been pleasant
3: great
1: surprise yeah <laughs> a pleasant surprise yeah there you go yeah,
2: the other one just, sounds a little weird yeah exactly
1: <laughs> yeah pleasurable surprise. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Um, think it like <laughs> he yeah.
0: has he, he doesn't like if you look at it it doesn't look great like he does have a high era but it's from previous stuff he does give up like three four runs so his era matches but nine strikeouts Three earned runs, six hits, six innings, no walks. that That's all we
1: need. Yeah, no, Griffin Kane's been good. I, I like him, bro. He's been good. He's got. He, he keeps at this pace. He's going to be uh, staying in the rotation for a long time. So, just got to keep it up. Um, but the, I think the real story of this game is Ben Joyce and how he locked down the inning he came into, bro. Like, dude, he threw like. Jeez, I'm we are so lucky to have him, bro. He threw absolute heat in those games. Absolute heat and on the edges of the strike zone. Movement. Movement with his fastball as well. Amazing.
2: I know. Like he's throwing one oh two with sink action. It's insane. It honestly it honestly reminded me of like um of like Emmanuel Classe out there. Like just when he when he's hitting the strike zone, he's insanely dominant, and that's, that's honest. That's so good to see because we do need another dominant reliever, especially with Matt Moore going down. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, Ben Joyce can provide that. We just have to see over the next you know his next few outings if he can keep the walks in, in control, which hopefully he can because he's using the major league baseball and not the bullshit uh, Southern League baseball that they're forcing him to use. Yeah, that's true. So. We'll see how that goes, but first first impressions, you know, first impressions with the real baseball. Looks incredible.
3: Yeah, I know. He looks great, man. Like
2: it's just it's really good. Like I believe uh, eleven out of twelve pitches were thrown over a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. And but it's not even like a slider. It not, wasn't but, even a fastball that was under.
1: Yeah, but it's not even that. It's more so the case that he was having command issues and in- double a but it was like it was because of the baseball there and seeing that he can actually command his fastball in the majors is a real is a real you know like positive so
2: small sample size but yeah
1: yeah yeah obviously it's been one outing but still like it's 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 a it's it's good to see it's like a good step in the right direction good
3: start so exactly We, we love to see it um Let's see here. Game two?
1: Game two. Game two. So this one, kind of a stinker. Uh, Tyler, okay, you know what? I'm going to start with this. Tyler Anderson is scaring the hell out of me because I'm starting to worry that we spent a little too much money on this guy. (laughs) And we gave him too many years on his contract because the guy just throws 89 down the middle, man. Like, I I don't know. Like, he's a soft soft tossing, Jesus Christ. He's a soft tossing lefty. Damn, say that a million times, like ten times fast. Um, yeah, he just doesn't throw hard, and he throws like soft down the middle. Like it's just not a good combination, if you ask me. So we need, uh, we need, we need, we need better out of him. Like we need something more. You know what I mean? So well,
0: because I mean, he had had. Well, that's lovely. Good outings. Mm -hmm. You know, those last couple were really good, if not, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, great. And then he couldn't get out of the four You know, uh, that's that has to be both one of the worst innings I've seen of one of our pitchers this season, and also one of the craziest at-bats I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Where, you, I, I'm going to butcher this name, Zavla? Zavala? Zavala? Zavala. Yeah. Zavala? Zavala. Mm-hmm. 15 pitches. That's crazy to get him out. 15 pitches to get him out. Yeah, three balls, everything, el- you know, three balls, two swing strikes, everything else foul. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that was the end. That was the second to last out of that terrible fourth inning. And, and just yeah. like you said, his fastest ball thrown during that whole 15 pitches was 90.9 fastball.
1: Yeah, man, he doesn't throw hard. Like, uh, like I'm not saying you can't, like, be a soft toss- soft tosser and, like, not be good, but you have to, like, locate your pitches. You can't just throw middle middle You know what I mean? Like, it's, just not,
2: it's not how it works. Some, like, comparisons versus last year. Um, last year, Tyler Anderson with the Dodgers had a 2.57 ERA and a 3.31 FIP. So, obviously, like, okay, his FIP last year wasn't as dominant as the 2.57, but he was pitching better. His whip was also only one. He had a one whip, which is insanely low for a guy who is throwing the speed that he does. So, it's really just frustrating to see that now this year he's a 5.47 ERA, a 5.35 FIP, and a Almost a one point six whip. It, it's he's just regressed in almost every way possible. And we have this guy for two and a half more seasons. And it's really like it's really hard to see this guy just like snapping out of it one day,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: getting back to his Dodgers form, like there's something that he did differently with them than he's doing with us. And I don't know. The, our pitching staff just used to ask him like hey, are you what are you doing differently because they need to figure something out. The problem is, I guess we just don't have the same system the Dodgers have, and they can just figure guys out like this, and I don't know what's wrong with our system, but they come to us, and it just seems like everything goes to shit.
3: Yep. Uh, I think it has to do with pitching coaches, right? Like, our pitching staff, or pitching coaches is just
1: not as good. I just feel like that's how it is, honestly.
2: Yeah, I mean... It, it Wy- a- Wy-
1: like, what does Matt Wise do? Like, I feel like Matt Weiss- Every time I see a pitching like mound visit and Matt Wise comes out, I feel like nothing changes. <laughs> like, well,
2: yeah, he know. led the, be- the sixth, best rotation in baseball last season. Yeah. So something's gone on with that where maybe we're finding out that that was a little bit more luck than we might have thought. For sure. Hmm.
3: It is what it is. Um. Yeah. Anything else on game two, guys?
1: Or, uh, it, it, there's really nothing to say about it. It's just like we had a sinker
3: from Anderson and, and we just couldn't hit. We couldn't score runs. That was, that was pretty much it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, 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 we probably would be talking a little bit more negatively about it if we didn't do what we did yeah. today.
3: Exactly. Yeah. All right.
0: Woo! Game three. Yeah, go go to game three. We're gonna call this game one three. the uh, the Slump Buster. The Slump Buster. <laughs> um. Big
1: game three, guys. Big game three. We got the Angels win twelve to five. Dude, I literally screamed when Shohei hit his home run, bro. Like I was like, it was so insane. Yeah. So the story of this game was the home run ball, and specifically Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Uh Mike went deep. Okay, and in the to preface this, we thought these went four seventy-six from Mike. It, the stat cast was wrong all day. It went four sixty-one, unfortunately. So I thought it was long I thought it went longer than it did, but fortunately not. Uh yeah, but Shohei went deep. Mike went deep. Chad Wallach went deep. Taylor Ward went deep. Uh Shohei went deep twice. So five home runs over the or is that the math? Five six home runs? Let I me mean, fact check. Five. Yeah, five five home home runs. Runs. yeah, five home runs, yeah um just a great game great game Jaime uh Berea had a great outing solid five innings he's been you know a, a nice you know gem recently out of the bullpen uh Tucker Davidson sucks I think we need a DFA <laughs> one
0: okay yeah say, man it was just, just say, a really good game just a really good game at the very end of yeah. this I, I do want to have that Davidson conversation really quickly because I'm curious um Running and scoring position, you know, leaving guys on base could still be a tight, tiny bit better. Three for eight is fine. Obviously, we scored 12 runs. Who cares? Um, I mean, three for eight is like... Yeah, it's not bad. You know, it, that's fine. We just can't be going one for 10, you know? That's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Um, and then Webb pitched well. One inning, only one hit, one strikeout. Cool, good. Have fun. Um, Ward, back-to-back home runs now. in. Like, I can't remember last time Ward went two for four.
1: Uh, yeah, no, dude, Ward. Th- I think this is also well, he went two for
2: four uh, yesterday. Also, this well, is also what I mean. Like before these last two games, I can't remember last no, time no, no, Ward did it.
1: This is a really good series for Taylor Ward. I think he might finally be kind of like getting back
0: to it, like his old self. So, big series for Taylor Ward. Um, Moniak getting out of his little bit of a mini slump he was in. Two yep. hits tonight. Trout uh one hit or tonight today. Um otani, the big one, that's the slump buster right there that we needed to see. Mm-hmm. Otani um, was smoking the crap out of the ball this series. Wallach and Thice still proving that they can fill in for O'Hopi and be good catchers when most of us had went, who the hell's Chad Wallach and tossed Dice in a dumpster at the beginning of yep, the season. Yep. Um Walsh you Know how to, you know, obviously his OPS, his average are going to look low. He's just came back, but huge to have two hits from him today. No strikeouts. I feel like the only negative, at least for me, from that game for hitting wise, and obviously it's a small sample size because one of them was a pinch hitter. Uh, Renhifo is painful to watch at the plate, and uh. Neto is just kind of calming down with his hitting. Like he's not as. Consistent. I mean,
1: Neto is like the perfect nine hitter, though. Like he's not yeah. like horrible, but he's like not a world beater by any chance or by any sense. But the thing about Neto is, I love him for his defense. If, if anything, yeah. like I don't really like his bat is not the one that stands out to me. It's his defense. Like his, he just plays amazing shortstop. Like
0: yeah, which, which 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 why I'm saying is that like it doesn't really matter. Too. And yeah. he has amazing. Speed. Here's the thing
2: about good teams: they have guys like Neto in their nine spot. Yeah, good exactly. teams have guys like Neto who play good defense, are slightly below average in their ninth spot. Yeah. You compare that to last year,
1: the right, like, well, we had uh, and Andrew Velasquez, Velasquez. yeah, like... four
2: hundred OPS, which yeah. is just you can't have a guy that bad. Yeah. And
1: and he had great defense too, but you great defense only gets you so far. <laughs> you have to be able to hit a, like a little bit, like, yeah. like something. Like you can't just be striking out every at bat. You
0: can't be Fletcher or or Velasquez, yeah. If...
1: Of how they, I mean, been... but even Fletcher was better than than Velazquez. Yeah, Fletcher yeah. was.
0: Yeah, yeah um, Velasquez
1: was so bad at the plate. But it's weird though; he hit eight home runs one season, which is very like weird. Yeah, how he did that. But yeah,
0: anyways. But the most painful person to watch from that game, but kind of just being consistently now, besides Otani, which we've joked for years that Otani at the plate, he's either locked in or he looks like a like a. like a, a middle schooler swinging the bat because he just reaches for stuff that's just you're like, how do you not notice that this is five miles outside the plate? Yeah, I think Otani just like commits to each pitch yeah. before the yeah. pitch is thrown. He's yeah, just he's like saying, I'm a pitcher guessing
2: like sequencing. Yeah, so, he so he I'm a... he's probably pretty good at guessing sequencing, but when he gets wrong, he looks like a buffoon.
0: Yeah, which is which is why I think so a lot of Angel fans were mad at him, especially for his recent. Like nothing that he had done. He
1: was like five for like 34, like in like before this series or something like that. Yeah. And
0: it it wasn't like he was, you know, sure, if you're making contact all those times, you're just not it, whatever, you know, it's just not working. But some of his strikeouts were painful. Yeah. To transition that to the person that I kind of want to talk about most for hitting is Renhifo. That is painful. Him and Davidson
3: are the worst two players on our team right now. Hmm. Yeah. No. Renjifo's.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna DFA anyone, I feel like take like Tucker Davidson first, so we get more bullpen arms. Um. Or, yeah, Tucker Davidson, so we get more bullpen arms, and then I hear this guy named Kenyon Yovan. He, I, he apparently has a a sub point four five ERA, .9 whip, and four saves right now. Um. That's fucking insane to me. So, AAA or
3: I don't know. I I just see. It. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. He is. Let's see here. He's
1: in rookie ball right now. Oh, <laughs> never never mind.
0: <laughs> Manny wants to call up somebody that hasn't even been in single A. <laughs> uh, Actually, no, no,
1: no, my oh. bad. He's in Inland Empire. He's in Single A. He's in Inland. Empire. Oh, he, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's still funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but according to this other Angels like uh, AngelsWin dot uh, I use this the site a lot as
0: well. So he'll probably get promoted pretty quickly then.
1: Yeah, he apparently has a like, dude. He's killing a Sub point four five ERA.
0: Well, like it's almost like you don't even want to
2: put the your guys in double and triple A right now. Yeah. Because of just the the bullshit ball oh, in no, double A. My bad, my bad, my bad.
1: Hold on. I need I need I need to fact check myself. I was I was thinking of something oh, else. He's, 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 in, he's, in he's in double A right now. He's in double A. Oh he's, Wait, in, he's, Rock he's, in, yeah, he's in Rocket City. Yeah, he's in Rocket City. I was looking Wait, at his it. batting stats for some reason and his batting stats Wait, were showing up. His batting stats Yeah, his batting stats showed up <laughs> before his pitching stats on baseball reference. Let me, okay, let me let's scratch scratch all that. He is in double A Rocket
2: City. With a 0. .43 already. so he okay. still has a sub.
0: Okay, yeah, he has. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. Now here's the question: Is he going to have the opposite effect? Because if he's doing so well with the yeah. sticky ball, is he going to have the reverse effect when coming up to the MLB?
0: Yeah. Good. Good point. Good point.
1: All I know is this guy has insane numbers right now in Double A. I mean, it's only 21 innings, but still 21 innings. 0. .43, like. 0.95 whip, like jeez, man, like this is really good. Four saves, twenty strike. He's averaging his K per nine is insane. He's at an 8.6 K per nine. Like, oh my it, goodness, it's
2: honestly at the point where here's the problem with DFAing Tucker Davidson to bring this guy up. One, you DFA Tucker, he's gone. Yeah. Two,
1: someone's gonna take him. Yeah, he'll get picked up. Yeah, that's fair.
2: He'll he'll probably come
1: back.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, two, you're 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 bringing up a guy who does not have the same um, can't go the same amount of distance as Tucker. Yeah. So in games like this, it's almost like like who would we have gone with today if we didn't have Tucker Davidson for last mm-hmm. inning? Would have had to be like Loop.
1: So you're saying we need a garbage time pitcher still, like. <laughs>
2: I, I just wish he wasn't as bad because, man, like watching watching Tucker Davidson pitch is just, it's atrocious. I mean, Jacob Webb could be that guy. Yeah, he can go a couple innings, but you almost need yeah. two guys who can do that. Well, yeah, yeah right now we have Silseth, and
1: Davidson. Been... But apparently we want to use Silseth in long, like in a high leverage yeah. situation still. So. I don't know yeah, if we... we do, to be honest. He, he's yeah. been,
2: he's been a, he gave he's up like,
3: that, uh, that yeah. the to day. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know, I but I, I, I'm first honestly first. at the point where I would, despite that, I would just say fuck it and bring this guy up because at the end of the day, the Angels are in kind of like we're in win now mode, and I like Perry's aggressiveness so far. You know, there's been like the Neto thing has definitely been a positive mm-hmm. so far. Um,
0: I'm, so just be aggressive. Like, I'm kind it. of surprised we haven't, or or I mean, maybe it's in the plan. To bring back up. Wants or Hergit again. Hergit
1: sucks. Unfortunately. I don't think he's going to come back up. Wants should come back up though. He, he was
0: good. So, And then I'm assuming. Are we in a similar boat with Renhifo? Can he not be DFA'd? Is that why he's here? At least Renhifo cannot be DFA'd. And will
2: definitely get picked up. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was just wondering if. So. Makes sense why we haven't brought up anyone else. And obviously. Soto is only here for Rendon, which should be back this series. Uh, this coming
3: series. Uh, he might. I'm not sure, though. It
1: almost
2: seems like with Renjifo, like he's only he just got good at when he was able to get consistent at bats. This year we have too much depth to give him consistent at bats. Yeah. And he just sucks coming off the bench. It's almost like he's not ready mentally. He needs that consistency to like prepare himself And start getting in a rhythm.
3: Exactly. But unfortunately, uh, he is not. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. Anything else about that series? I think that covers it. Covers it for me. Yep. Yep. So let's go on and let's go ahead and move on to this.
1: this like kind of narrative that us and other Angel fans have been kind of of spreading about lately. And it's this whole 15 wins a month narrative that the Angels for the first two months of the season have started with 15 wins, right? Hence why we're 30 and 27. So if we continue this 15 win a month pace, we'll end up with 90 wins on the season, which theoretically speaking should get you a playoff spot. But however, with the American League this year being so competitive... It's not a guarantee. So what do you guys think? Do you think a 15 win a month pace will get
3: us a playoff spot? I believe yes.
2: Uh, I believe. I want be to say yes, spot. too.
3: I, believe I, think I
2: think the Orioles are going to fall off the table enough just because they really don't have the starting depth. That's uh, that's I believe needed to uh, to get there. But I have a pro. It's not the 90 wins will get us a playoff spot that I have a problem with. It's the 15 wins a month narrative that I have a problem with. There's an assumption that, oh, well, we did it in April and May. We'll
1: They're 15 we'll again. Yeah.
2: Easy through the rest of the season. That's an extremely mis- misleading narrative because July only has 23 games. You have the all star break, and we have a lot of off games. Right. In order to get 15 wins in July, we'd have to go 15-8, and eight, which is nowhere near what this team has been playing at.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right
2: yeah. now, this team is on, on pace. If you just take our record and project it to 162, we're on pace for 85 wins.
1: Which is a winning season and would be our first winning season since 2015, but it would not be enough to make the playoffs. Most so likely. Yeah, so maybe they're in my issue. Most likely, But if we continue at this pace, I think we'd be... At a point where we could be aggressive enough to go for a, uh, for like to be a buyer, you know, at the trade deadline. deadline. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's definitely not the worst pace to be on. Fifteen wins a month is not like terrible. So, but it's going to be harder in July, yeah, because there is just less games to go around. So we would have to play at a much higher winning percentage.
2: I just don't think this team has a as currently constructed, I don't think the team has a fifteen and eight month in them, yeah, exactly um paul i don't I don't know what are, what are your thoughts on this? see
0: the way I think of it is you you know fifteen the fact we've done it twice that's good. I don't think it's like like you said it's gonna keep happening, especially in July with the schedule we have um I could easily see it though where you you have a better month, you know, to make up for a, a shit month. So, you know, let's say in June you win, like, 17, 18 games. Maybe in July you don't. You win, like, 12, 11, yeah. and then you make, you know, you have to make it up in August. I can't see us doing that in July, especially with the teams we're playing against. I keep... Yeah. Still, the one thing I keep seeing is that especially when... Well, maybe it'll change after today, but... The narrative I've keep seeing is no matter what Otani does, no matter how the team does, you trade him at the deadline. Mm-hmm. No matter if we're first place or last, you trade him at the deadline. Oh bro, if we're first in the ALS. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're not, I'm not going to trade Otani
2: if we're first in the West, bro.
0: Yeah, but like that's been the narrative I've seen is no matter where we are at the deadline, he's gone. And I kind of get it because, you know, you want to try and get some extra guys. But also, I feel like if you do that, there's no chance in hell he comes back. We, we could win everything, and I feel like he wouldn't come back. Which some might say is good because, you know, he's going to cost over half a billion or almost, you know. It, he, they're expecting 600 plus million. I don't and... Here's
1: the thing. I'm sorry to cut you off, um, but that is just so much money. Like, dude, he's gonna. His age is not gonna let him do this. I think for forever. You know what I mean? You get you get towards the back half of that contract, man. Like, I don't know if he's gonna be able to keep up the pace to do hitting and pitching like that. You know what I mean? At that level. Yeah.
0: And that really narrows down. Obviously, the teams that are going to want to offer him that much money do i think already would heartbeat because he doesn't he doesn't mm-hmm. care he wants that we could be last place otani and trout will still sell seats won't be as many as if we're you know good but they'll still sell seats he can still sell sell rights in japan mm-hmm. and you know all that kind of stuff
3: but you know that's so much money that could be spent on so much. Yeah, I feel like that might could be allotted a lot for a lot better things. Oh yeah, it's like
2: the 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 one problem I have with well, okay, there, there's the two things. There's there's the de- what we do with the deadline, and then there's resetting Otani and free agency. At the deadline, if we are Within two games of the wild card, I think we have to buy, just because of the fact that it's been so long since Otani and Trout have been to the playoffs that we just we have to go for it as a franchise to try to like break this stupid streak we're in. Not just mm-hmm. for Otani, but honestly more so for Trout because mm-hmm. he's been on this team for an extremely the long longer, time never yeah. won a damn playoff game. Yep. So I think we have to go for it if we're within two or three games of the wild card. If we're four, five, six games back, the American League is just so, it's so congested in that region of like just slightly above average teams. You have the Mariners, you have the Red Sox, you have the Yankees, the Astros, the Orioles. Um, You just have so many teams, the Twins, the Guardians could improve at some point because they have really good pitching that it's not even going to be worth buying because then you're just going to be throwing away future talent for half a year of some guys. So it is a very fine line that Perry is going to have to walk. But I think within two or three games, you have to go for it. Beyond that, you have to sell everyone who's gone by the end of the year, which means Otani, Renfro. Um, there's, those are the big two, but I know there's a couple more in there as well that we'd be getting rid of.
0: I don't think Uh, there is. Is there any? I don't think we signed that many other people. Um, I mean, besides like loop is gone, but no one's going to take him. No, well, no one's going to take.
2: No, there's a more is only one year.
0: Oh, more is only one year. Oh,
2: okay. I believe more is only one year. Yeah. 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 More is only one year. So he'd be gone. I believe there's someone else, but I, I, I could be wrong there as well. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, we just have to commit to one. We can't be doing the Stan Pat bullshit that we've been seemingly doing the last... You know, we've done a few times over, during this, like, playoff draft. And then there's the Otani resigning thing. I'm kind of of the opinion that unless we can get a team option after a couple years, we shouldn't do it. Just because we don't know how this skill set ages. He's going to be 29 at the beginning of next year, turning 30. Which means if someone gives him a 10-year deal, this guy's going to be 40 at the end of the deal. You're not going to be getting a guy who he's hits gonna, at the he, age of 40. He's, he's going to be a, He's going to
1: be a glorified
2: DH. He's going to be like, that's, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, there's a chance. Of course there's a chance. Otani's broken expectations his entire career. There's a chance he has an absolute miracle of a career and continues to break expectations for the next decade. But do we want to pay... million or even $500 million to find that out. Like maybe the Yankees will or the Dodgers will or the Red Sox will or the Padres will. I'm kind of of the opinion that we don't do that. I don't think it's a smart move. I think people, the teams that are going to be signing Otani are going to be the ones that are also buying the media and they're buying the attraction of the team, which buying that kind of stuff it gets you money, but it does not win you baseball games.
0: Like, I mean, I know people say, you know, every time Otani does something, go to the MLB, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever. Everyone's like, ah, oh, you're. I can't wait. You know, your your Dodger Otani, your Padres Otani. Dodgers, I could see it. Yankees, I could see it. I can't see the Padres doing it. I can't see the Mets doing it. Could you? They're already a, so far over the luxury cap. I. I get it their owners are rich and they don't care. But look at where the Mets are with all the money they've spent. Right. Look at where the Padres are with all the money they spent. Well, Padres are
1: they're they are having a terrible season right now.
0: And and I've seen so many like, like fans, I fans I feel like fans of not those teams love the fact that they spent this much money and I mean the, pod, the Mets don't suck but they're Third place in their division um but i think fans love it and i saw an interview earlier basically saying oh players hate it because that means like teams that don't pay a lot of money that do good are gonna think oh look what happens if we pay a lot of money we get nothing out of it so like players are worried they won't get as much money or whatever but i don't know i i I just can't see the teams that spent so much money the last offseason dropping that on otani i could definitely see like a new york or Dodgers or Giants or Boston doing it because they don't really have, that like contracts anymore. Mm-hmm. They've well, all kind of Dodgers,
2: the Dodgers. The I believe, are betting favorites. Like I think there is, you can actually place a bet at a sports book of who Otani will play for next year, and I think the Dodgers are the
0: favorite. I, I could see it, especially if he likes California, but he doesn't want to stay on the Angels. It's not even that he wouldn't want to stay;
2: it'd be just for the money, but I show he's not going to make the decision based on money at the end of the day. No. Um, So, you know, there is a chance if you, if we buy at the deadline, we make the playoffs, we show that we're proven to win. And then we offer him a contract that, I don't know, seven for 47 years, 40 mil a year. He might take something like that, but I I wouldn't want to give him any more than that. And I know like, in the next couple of years, he is a guy who is just straight up worth fifty million dollars a year. Like he is worth that, but you you can't be betting on thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight year old Shohei Otani to still be worth that, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, that, that contract's going to go sour. Like once he hits age like thirty five,
2: I think thirty six around there. So. That's why I also don't think like, okay, people are saying it'd be such a failure for him just to walk and get nothing for it. It's like if we get a postseason run out of it or we get meaningful baseball in September. Honestly, it's fine. Like, yes, Shohei is going to be like a huge rental asset, but he's still a rental. Teams are just not getting as much for rentals as they used to. Hell, I think like a year and a half of Trey Turner and half a year of Max Serzer from the Mets to the Dodgers or sorry, the Nationals and the Dodgers. I think he got the Nationals two two prospects. And that was a year and a half of Trey Turner. Not just the half a year of Max Surzer. Like rentals just are not getting as much as they used to. Yeah. Because people are realizing like you need to invest for a little longer than a half a season for it to be like truly worth it.
1: Yeah. I mean, remember Zach Renke? <laughs> yep. That didn't really work out,
0: so. <laughs> and, I remember, um, Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead Paul. I was just saying, just going back a second because we were talking about you know wild card and and being, you know, are we within reach? And just because of how crazy the East and the West is, just to put it in perspective for people that haven't looked in a while, um, if the Angels were not in the West and you put us in the Central. In fact, if you put most of the AL East in the AL Central they would all be better than everyone in the AL Central, except Boston, which is a game behind the Twins. The Twins are first place at 29 and
2: 27. And give Boston the Twins' schedule and see where their records are at.
0: Yeah. Twins are... The Twins are the only ones in the Central with a positive record. They are 29 and 27. Behind them is Detroit at 26 and 28. Detroit has a negative 56 run differential. Pisses me off, bro. And the, <laughs> the Twins' Central pisses me off. The Twins are at a 46 positive differential, but that is the least amongst AL teams that are in first. If you go to the NL, it's a different story entirely because the NL Central is they do have more teams above 500, but it's a bigger shit show than the AL Central considering the fact the Brewers are first place with a minus 24 run differential.
3: Yeah. Can we
2: just get rid of the, uh, playoff spots for the central divisions this year? I honestly, give me give me six teams from the East and West each to each side. Dude, the central divisions are just an absolute joke this season.
0: I remember I had a family friend argue with me last year that he's a Cleveland fan that the central is not a bad division. Uh, look at how good Cleveland does. Look at how good the White Sox you know, are in the past. Look at how good the Twins are in the past. I was like, I don't give a crap about the past. Your division sucks. Right. Well, central teams just tend to be
2: poorer, for lack of a better word. So they have, like, they, they kind of run this this A's strategy where they just do peaks and valleys. Like, they can't sustain quality teams for a longer a long period of time. So they just have, like, four or five years on four or five years off and sometimes they align um i think it was like the mid 2010s where you had like the cardinals cubs and the pirates were all really good at the same time i think even the reds were pretty good uh so you had like four out of the five teams in the nl central be above 500 in a year but right now it's on the opposite they're like You know, you have the Reds and the Pirates who look like they're coming out of it, but are still in the tank. You have the Brewers who look like they're on over the hill. They had their quality time. Now they're kind of falling back down to earth a little bit. And I don't know what the hell's going on with the Cardinals. I think they'll win the Central, but, you know, they're just,
0: they're being interesting. It's just crazy to me to to, to remember the time when Kansas City seemed like it was going to be like a dynasty. Like they were just undefeated. No one could stop them. And they're 17 and 39. The, I mean, that window didn't last too long. No, it didn't. It
2: long enough to ruin my hopes and dreams, but... Uh... Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Royals, bro. And, I will never like, forget.
0: And, like, just... The AL East is just insane. Everybody's above 500. Boston's your worst team in their game above 500. Parks are two. Um, Baltimore is doing the, the Oakland Athletics... Version of baseball, where you spend no money. and all of a sudden, guys that have sucked their whole career are pitching like gods and hitting everything to any open spot in your field mm-hmm. and they're they're paying five dollars and fifty five cents for this entire
3: entire team yeah. It's just
0: we're it's, the AL is such a weird AL this year, like
3: yeah. The American League is so
1: the American League is so much better than the National League this year. It's insane, and the American League is so strong this year too. It's just just insane. honestly,
2: what I fear is remember the end of the twenty twenty one season. The Blue Jays finished with ninety one wins. Now, we're, this was with only five wild five teams. Yep. The Blue Jays missed the playoffs at 91 wins, and the Mariners missed the playoffs at 90 wins. Now, yeah. now given the current thing, the Blue Jays would have made it. The 91-win yeah. team would have made it. But that's still saying that a 90-win team would have missed the playoffs given six teams.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't think the American League is that different than it was in 2021.
0: If mm-hmm. anything, I think it's better. <laughs> I was going to say, if anything, it's better.
2: Yeah. Because it just scares me. Like, the... The Yankees have been missing Stanton in their 10 games over 500. They're the missing Mariners their best pitching. pitching they could fire at any time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, the Yankees are missing
0: some good pitchers. Toronto has pitchers underperforming. I feel, like the, be I feel like the
1: Rangers are overperforming right now. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they're, they're bound the, to, like,
0: The, the Rangers are cool. having a Baltimore, like, Level performance out of their players, where yeah, it's I like could, yeah. guys that have never performed, pitchers that have never done well, are suddenly aces. Yeah, I think and, they're bound. They're bound to like cool off eventually. Yeah. You know I mean? Um.
2: You know, I will say though, I think the Rangers are much more sustainable than the the Orioles.
1: Yeah. Was, I, yeah. I yeah.
2: Here's why: the Orioles have a 28 run differential the Rangers have a 131. The best in, it's best it's in baseball. Fast. They passed
1: yeah. the race. Yeah, best in baseball. So that, for, if anything, for, that that
2: yeah. is relatively sustainable to me. The
1: Rangers remind me of the old Rangers of, like, 2011, like the early 2010s, 2011, you know, those Rangers. And, you know, stacks lineup, you know, they can put up 10 on you any game they want. Like
2: Maybe they won't have Nelson Cruz in right field to uh, – have the game winning catch fly yeah. over in yeah, the World
0: Series this year. Yeah. It's true. just like I know going into this series this series, this season, we were like, ah, Texas is gonna be like third. I just couldn't see this team working again after the piss poor performance of last season. hmm
2: But it's crazy how much this team just turned on the Jets.
0: Yeah. Which is why I think they'll cool off. Do I think they're going to cool off enough to be third place anymore? No. I think they're going to cool off to be second. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you on that. I'd, if they cool off that hard, that would be a Titanic collapse. That wouldn't Agreed. be just cooling off. That would be injuries and people coming back down to earth. And come on, they don't even have DeGrom. And they're doing this.
1: Yeah, well imagine once like the Grom comes back,
0: you know what I mean? So yeah. The AL is scary, except for the AL Central.
1: AL is a joke. Right the only now.
0: the only part of the AL Central that is scary is Cleveland in Cleveland, because Well we can't beat Cleveland, in Cleveland. <laughs> Yeah, Cleveland.
1: Other
3: teams can be Cleveland in Cleveland, yeah. But yeah. Uh, anything
0: else?
2: Nope, that's all I had. That's oh, all I had uh, as well.
0: Uh, the, the only random thing I have to say that has nothing to do with the Angels is uh, the Braves are bums. Uh, Oakland number one uh, wild card team. Gotcha. <laughs> I agree.
1: Yeah, that series was kind of insane to think, <laughs> to think about. But
0: I
2: personally do not agree that the A's will be the uh, number one <laughs> wild card team.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> to Go from twelve and forty six. They're going to win every game. No more losing. And yeah, they might. <laughs> they could. You never know.
2: Baseball's crazy. <laughs> they'll they'll be buyers <laughs> at the deadline, guys. They're
0: going to. They're going to sweep Miami.
2: <laughs> they're winning the AL <laughs> West. Yeah, dude. No, the Rangers and the Astros. They don't have it.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah uh i think that wraps up uh this
1: episode of hashing halos guys thank you guys for listening once again we're gonna just do a quick plug shameless plug uh go check us out on instagram at hashing underscore halos and on twitter at hashing halos all one word thank you guys for listening and we will catch you again good night bye